1: And so this is kind of like my philosophy whenever I do any sort of uh, hardware project or really like any project yeah. that, that I undertake is to sort of just try. My name is Espri Devorah,
0: host of The Women in Tech Show. can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We are at Tech Chill in Riga, Latvia. So excited to be here. And I am with Charlene. I got to meet her yesterday when I first arrived in Riga at the conference. Or not yesterday, two days ago when we were at the stage setup, She had her awesome talk this morning. Ah, I'm I'm so bummed that I missed it. I can't wait to watch it on the video live stream. Um, But we're all in this crazy country um, that I'm sure like is it your first time in latvia yeah
1: it's my first time in yeah. europe actually yeah.
0: <laughs> and so okay go ahead and introduce yourself tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do
1: awesome uh hello my name is charlene uh i am a software engineer by training uh so that's what i do uh during the day but uh, oh, hold on one second yeah wait so
0: should we move oh you guys had a meeting okay so i should move
1: yeah, oh, we could do
0: okay. that. Yeah. All right. So we are, we are in the hallway, found a new spot.
1: Um, yeah. So I am a software engineer by day. I'm a software engineer at Uber Eats. Uh, but by night, I like to uh, make all of these uh, hardware, innovative things projects. Uh, I got started with, uh, with it about a year ago when I uh, decided to do this project called 12 Months of Makes, where I made uh, one project per month every month. Uh, for an entire year. Uh, and so I learned a lot, and that's actually what I came here to Tech Chill to talk about. <laughs> Wait, hold on, that sounds do you know uh, Nomad List and
0: um, uh, Peter, mm-hmm. who did the one, one uh, tech startup a month for a year as well? Whoa. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. i have to send you that blog insane, post. But, yeah. <laughs> That's and, crazy. Okay, so, how the talk go? Like, it, have yeah. you given a, several talks in your career?
1: Um, I've given a couple. Yes, uh, the the uh, last iteration of this talk before Show was uh, GitHub Universe uh, late last year. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, it was really awesome. And um, I also got the chance to uh, participate in uh, Spectra, which is um, uh, this company called Particles uh, First Conference. Yeah. Uh, they're like a hardware company. They're a very cool group of people. And yeah. when did you first become attracted to the tech world? Um, hmm. I guess, uh, so I took computer science as a major in college Um, but really I got uh, interested in in programming specifically in high school when they decided to first sort of establish this computer science class Uh, and I found that I kind of had a knack for it which was a, a fortunate sort of uh, uh, interesting discovery about myself uh, and so that 's when I decided oh maybe i'll I'll try to uh, see if I should do a computer science major uh, and that's I guess how I got in <laughs> and
0: um how'd it go from when you were uh,
1: a little girl like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: being curious about the tech world to becoming a like transitioning into be take me back to the beginning okay yeah
1: okay okay um well, uh, m- maybe an interesting story too is when uh, I, when I was a little girl, I used to um, take my toys apart yeah. after I played around with it, especially the ones with the batteries. I love to like just I had a screw, I found a screwdriver, and right. so I had it in my toy box, and I would just uh, uh, take apart all of my electronic toys. Right, but. The problem was I would never be able to put them back together. Right. <laughs> uh, and so I sort of always had this impression that uh, that the technology and hardware was kind of really hard. Right. Uh, and that I, I thought that it would not be something that I could do. But I was able to do programming, and so that was really cool, and I really loved coding. Uh, and Wait, so how did co- you discover programming and coding then? Like, oh. you went from... Yeah, uh, yeah. well, it's because uh, uh, our high school sort of first established our uh, computer science program, and then by the end of the year, the, the, when they uh, were teaching it, the, the first year that I learned it, I was sort of able to really grasp the material pretty fast, and I was h- helping my uh, fellow classmates uh, to understand it as well. Um, and so it was uh, really cool to have found this skill that early in life because then I was like oh well I guess I could this is a major that I could do like fantastic like it's fun and like I can actually study it for college Um, and so that's how I got into being a software engineer Uh, and I worked for a couple of years before my current company um, as a software engineer, uh, and it took a little detour, actually, as a developer advocate um, for Uber as well. Uh, and then I sort of went back to software engineering for Uber Eats. Um, and so that's how sort of my software life came to be. Um, but then one day, my coworker, when I was still a developer advocate, uh, he asked me a question. He was like, what if we could create a hat? that lit up depending on the state of an uber ride now a state of an uber ride is like if you just requested or if you're waiting for your driver that's another state right and if you are in the car that's another state Uh, and so he was like you know what if like how can we teach people these states in sort of this fun way with a hat right and i was like sure I guess you can do that. But I, I mean, I remember that I was like a software person. Right, right. I right. Uh, had always found a hardware very intimidating because I broke a lot of things <laughs> as a kid. I uh, think that's probably a good thing when you're trying to learn. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but then I was like, yeah, sure, uh, I could try it. Um, and, and then that's when I found um, this... This microcontroller, it's called a Particle Electron. Um, and it's made by this company called Particle. And somehow, they just made, uh, because of how they made sort of their development tools and all of their uh, documentation, it made it really easy to get into um, building things with hardware. Right. And so I sort of floundered around a little. I Googled a lot. I tried not to burn my house down. Uh, and I came up with a hat. Uh, it was a shark-shaped hat and it had a 3D-printed unicorn horn on it and that 3D-printed unicorn horn lit up in different light animations depending on whether you just requested your ride or when you are waiting for your driver when you're in the car, etc. Uh, So I was able to sort of do the thing that my coworker asked me to do, which is great.
0: <laughs> and, and what would you say? It seems like you're a very curious person and you mm-hmm. don't let, um, I don't, they're not even like past failures. It's like when, when you would break things, you didn't let that discourage you from you know, continuing to learn mm-hmm. to figure out how eventually you wouldn't break things. Right. <laughs> um, what is an obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? Um,
1: hmm. Well, I guess, uh, I sort of talk about it retrospectively, uh, that, that you know, oh, I just, like, googled a bunch of things, and I, uh, I made this hat happen. Yeah. But, actually, it took a lot of, um, sort of, very, even, like, I don't know, s- stupid questions, like, you know, oh, what does the like how do you make power go through electricity or yeah like how does electricity work or like how do you turn switches on and off uh so I had to sort of like go through all of these like weird fundamental questions about like how do you connect a microcontroller to some other device to like control it uh which uh I like I eventually found resources for but I had like no Person to sort of like guide me in doing right. that, uh, but eventually um, with with enough sort of like persistence and I, I did have like some friends that I sort of like randomly asked like specific questions right. to, uh, and, and I eventually sort of f- try to figure it out. And so this is kind of like my philosophy whenever I do any sort and any sort of uh, hardware project or really like any project yeah. that that I undertake is to sort of yeah. just try. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, the thing that I'd love to, for you to share with everyone listening is a couple things. One, what would you recommend if someone wants to be you one day? What resources should they access to start learning? And then, you know, speaking on a stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and a huge, gorgeous stage at that. It's, so it's a little intimidating with the fancy microphone in the mouth, you know? How, yeah. how do you build up the confidence to get on stage? So I'd love to share those two things with everyone.
1: Okay, Um, we are very lucky, I feel like, to live in a time where resources on the internet is very uh, widespread and free. Um, And so I would say uh, if you were either a software engineer that wants to get into hardware things or um, just, like, a person who maybe doesn't know a lot of coding but still wants to, like, get into a bunch of the hardware stuff. It's still possible, by yeah. the way. It doesn't actually require a bunch of, like, understand, like deep understanding right? of coding to be able to, like, make, uh, for example, a robot plush that, like, dances around or whatever, right? Um, so... Uh, there's a lot of great research o- resources online. One of them is called Adafruit, uh, oh. adafruit.com. And How do you they, spell that? A D A F R U I T. And it's this made by this amazing uh, 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 CEO. Her name is uh, Limor Freed, uh, Lady Ada. Sounds like she needs her. to be on the podcast. Yeah, totally that would be amazing Um, but she uh, built up this company she's an MIT graduate uh, and she has sort of made it so that this company sells these electronic components these microcontrollers but they also make it a point to be very descriptive about how you use them and teach people how to like they don't just sell it and then they tell you good luck like have fun trying to figure it out Um, they actually have this whole other part of their website that teaches you all about how to create solutions and and just like projects with the stuff that they sell. Um, so it's very cool. Check it out. It's like adafruit.com or learn.adafruit.com. Right. Uh, that would be my first go-to in terms of any learning resources about these things. Um, I love that. Yeah. It's
0: and and cool. it, you guys will include it in the show notes. So definitely like check the show notes and all the links will be there. Thanks mm-hmm. to our amazing
1: teammate, Carl. Yes. Another uh, cool company to check out is Particle, so particle.io. They make these amazing microcontrollers that are very easy to use, especially for beginners. And they do the same thing that Adafruit does, where they like uh, they have a bunch of documentation about how to use these things and what projects you can make with them, et cetera. So particle.io, one more resource. Yeah. And again, it will all be in the show notes for you guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. And as far as public speaking goes, oh, man. Because
0: it's, it's intimidating, right? Yes. It's scary. Oh, I am yeah.
1: the first to tell you that I am always nervous whenever i get on stage it's always been this way even yeah. when i started um but the one of by the my- way ditto uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah yeah ditto i just terrified even though i've given i mean what hundreds of yeah. talks yeah. like no less It's just yeah. always terrifying um but i guess uh you learn tricks to sort of deal with yeah. the fear and like sort of take it into control and then just decide that there's something else that's more important than like looking at your fear and like feeling it yeah um so i think that's like the thing that you get with practice Uh, i don't think that it has to come naturally uh when you start um so i guess uh in terms of how I, i i started um uh there's a few things i guess so i uh was fortunate to have Uh, met some friends who were developer advocates. Are you familiar with this role? No, tell me. Uh, So a developer advocate is kind of half software engineer and half public speaker, technical writer, and event planner. Oh. Um, And so it's sort of this great hybrid role and I met some cool uh, developer advocates and uh, they uh, put up this sort of like training program right. for developer advocacy, and that's how I first sort of started uh, building my skills in public speaking, uh, because they teach you a lot about you know public speaking, technical writing, event planning. So interesting. Yeah, it's super awesome. Uh, it was kind of an ad hoc program uh, that they did, but that uh, was the beginning of uh, me thinking that oh, I like somebody just has to tell you that. You can public speak as well. Right. right. Like, I think a lot of people look at other people speaking on stage and they think, like, oh, like, that's really cool, but that's not me. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> or they don't even think that, oh, that's not me. They just go, like, oh, that's a cool thing that other people do, and that's. Right, like, right, right. I do other things. Yeah. Right. But I think that anybody, like, literally anybody can do this, uh, and you don't have to be an expert. You and just there's Toastmasters to too. Yeah, yeah. Toastmasters exactly. is a
0: great place to practice. What I loved about what you said, and I believe in this too. It's about serving a purpose larger than yourself. Yes. It's not about your fear. It's mm-hmm. about why are you showing up yes. on the
1: stage in the first place. Exactly. And it's for that audience. And it's making that conscious choice. Yes. To just say, okay, I am afraid, but that's okay. Because yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and It's almost
0: philanthropic. <laughs> right? That's true, yeah. Because like we're, as a speaker, at least for me, and it sounds like it's the same for you. We're doing this community service mm-hmm. to strengthen and empower our peers. Right. And yeah. um, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Not about our egos. (laughs) Totally, totally. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, and I think that it's not about being an expert. It's not about sort of standing up there and be like, I'm the smartest person in this room. Yeah. You know, like, it's not about that. It's about bringing value through the things that you're teaching. Right. and, And sort of being very, like, I don't know earnest and authentic about actually like giving that to people giving that to the people that uh, you're trying to serve totally Um, and so you don't have to be an expert to do that you just have to be you just have to do your homework you just have to do research you just have to be willing to learn and then teach I love
0: And I know you're trying to head to a friend's talk. So why don't we continue going? We're walking back (laughs) so you can get
1: your stuff and not miss your friend's talk. So um, how can people connect with you? Um, Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Chardane. I'm also uh, on Instagram at Chardane. Can you spell Uh, it? It's C-H-A-R-D-A-N-E.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Thank it's been, you for having me. She's such a lifesaver. I, did, I didn't bring a phone charger and she let me use her cord and then, and then I couldn't find her for a couple days. And so I'm like, this poor girl's without her, her cord to charge no, her own fine. stuff. Um, I really appreciate being, you being supportive and it's just been so fantastic to be here. Remember, you can connect and collaborate with other extraordinary women in tech on the Women in Tech Facebook group. WomeninTechVIP.com Take you straight there or say hello on social at women in tech show on twitter on instagram on facebook i will see you guys talk to you guys hear you guys in the next episode bye
1: my name is charlene gonda i am a software engineer at uber eats we deliver food we are based in san francisco california and you've been listening to women in tech
0: women in tech is an independently funded project funded by you the community So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution every little bit counts. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision.